Well, now we didn't click play. So, Steve, you said you want to make this the best episode yet? Absolutely. You know, it started off great when I uh, ate this cupcake, man. This desserts red velvet cupcake. You know, you know what they say. One slice will change your life. Dog. One slice will change your life. One slice will change your life. Let's get the intro queued up. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen. This is realest state of mind. How you Look at here. Look at here. It is I, CSB. In Northern California, West Coast starts stopping school type delivery, spitting tycoon talking partner, e-motherfucker. Shout out to the legend of Gordon. Good listening, beginnish and intermission for the truck knocking, big blocking, yes indeed. Crosswalk stopping, bumble causing nosebleeds. Also designed for ditching and shaking a one-time popo Penelope. Young street soldiers from the Lord Development Housing. Trying to get niggerish by taking full advantage of this new skill and making D-game we call rap. Understanding my system is to have heart, have money, have street, and to have hustle. Oh, the shit is going down right now as I speak, man. So if you ain't got your Hurricane Ethel, you best go fetch an ASAP. And here go the recipe. And here go the recipe. 151 Bacardi Dark, Bacardi Light, Bacardi Light, Triple Sec, Triple Sec, Grenadine, Pineapple Juice, and an empty container of Arrowhead Water. Like Fody Water. Put it all in one and you got some good shit. So get your beauties and your broccoli and your zap boards ready. Cause we're about to take it to the next. We're about to take it to the next. We're about to take it to the next. Feels good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. January 21. Baby girl, I had to run. I'll be back a couple months. Kendall turned 21. Was up the street with 21. They could see me online, but they won't see me on the ones. I got Dubai plates. We live right now on my Instagram, D underscore Wop. We got fan engagement. We got the brand ambassador of Desserts in the building. First thing they say, I know you need a break. Hell no, nah, I feel great. Ready now, why wait? Like a kiss from a rose, I could be the one to see your whole fate. So be careful what you think. Think about what you gonna say. Gotta deal with people straight. I got my 23s lace. It's a marathon, not a sprint, but I still gotta win a race. Yeah. Check mic, check mic, one, two, one, two, ladies and gentlemen, this is Realist State of Mind, and my name is D'Artagnan Connor, and next to me is the great Stephen McCullough, and ladies and gentlemen, again, Realist State of Mind. First things first, it feels great to be back, it feels great to be on episode four already, man. It feels like it was just yesterday we were starting, man. Man, that's crazy. 
Time flies. Time flies, man. That it does. Enjoying yourself. That it does. Well, Steve, how are you feeling? Man, this week has been smooth. Um, Really, really enjoyed the week at work. Um, I actually just started going back into the office. Okay, talk to us about um, it. So, have you been working? um, You've been working from home so far. Yeah. So started started work working from home. Got a laptop. Been working from home. Had to get a printer. All that good stuff. Got you. Got you. Fast forward to now, mm-hmm. we started phase one of actually going back into the office. Okay. And so I think our office is, it's only 25% get to go back in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have to social distance, all that good stuff. Um, but that's only about 10, 10, um, 10 people. So um, only like maybe two, three of us show up to the office every day. I feel you. Two or three of them. Do you, um, are you glad to be going back to the office or were you enjoying that at home feel of doing it on your own pace? Definitely enjoying the at home, but you know, <laughs> I would get a little lazy. And, okay. Be you know, honest with the, the people. And, okay. Or do chores or stuff. You know oh, what I mean? Like uh-huh. other opportunities, other things to do. I'd be doing my dishes or okay. I'd be, you know, sweeping and stuff like that. But of course. <laughs> I don't, I, when you're at home, there's other things that you could be doing. Uh-huh productive wise than just sitting at your kind of desk or whatever For but sure. once i got back into the office things started to heat up mm-hmm. and i got a lot more tasks so um, i'm really like running around every single day got um, you but, oh. uh, yeah enough about me man what about you how you feeling how you feeling i am actually feeling pretty good steve thanks for asking yeah man um so yeah honestly i'm doing um I'm feeling pretty good again. Another solid week now. Um, I feel like I'm starting to get into the swing of things with my relative, with my real estate stuff, um, and I'm excited. Um, like you were saying, you were going through your first week uh, in the office. This was kind of like my first real week at it. I officially am with my broker, um, just attached to um, Twin Oaks Brokerage out in um, Benicia. Nice. Um, how, how did that actually come about? If you don't mind. Excuse me. Great question. Um, it actually came about because I got back in contact with one of my friends as a real estate agent. And um, I had posted something and he had ended up asking me, um, "Have I? Uh, did I end up passing my test? And me and him chatted it up. I ended up meeting up with him like maybe a day or so later. And we had a great conversation. He was sharing with me how his brother had just recently like bought out the, um, bought out the, the brokerage. Um, and they're really... They're trying to be, um, they're trying to get new agents. They're trying to grow. They're trying to um, hustle, honestly. And it seemed like a good relationship because as a new agent, you have to get with a brokerage. So I felt like attaching um, myself, working with him, somebody that we knew we went to high school with, um, could be good for me because that personable feel as well as um, somebody I have no problem with communicating with as I'm trying to learn because... In this uh, first few um, weeks, months, years, whatever, like it's all about soaking up as much game as I, I can get to uh, be a successful agent, honestly. Um, so I'm optimistic and I'm feeling good, man. I am. That's good to hear. That's really good to hear. <laughs> Thank you. So so let's, um, how's your 2020 been though, Steve? So you talk about this job. Did you, um, <clears throat> did you have this job um, this whole year or when did you get this job? Yeah, man. So it it started off. Twenty twenty was kind of rocky. I was still with Chick Fil A. So okay. after I graduated from my four years at um, Loyola Marymount, I uh, 
during that time, my, my fourth year, my last year, my senior year, uh-huh. I was working at Chick-fil-A. Okay. Um, and then right as I was graduating, How'd you I like became, that? It was, it was fine. It was good. Um, I learned a lot of customer service skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and I became a manager. Word. So I decided to stay there for a bit. Just help me pay my rent until I found a, a job in my field. And um, that's good. Got to go for it. Through networking, we talk about net, we talked about networking. I feel last like week, you made some great connections there, but didn't you? It, it was the connections that actually got me um, this job that I have today. And honestly, my my whole purpose for working at Chick Fil A, I made a goal to meet as many people as possible and talk to as many people as I could. That's really good. Um, just sharing my story, mm-hmm. um, telling them what I'm about, and seeing if they, you know, if there's any resources or if I can help them and if they can help me. Um, and I ended up finding my mentor there. Just you know, I was at the drive-through. He, to he came through as a customer. Came through as a customer. That's just crazy. Him what he did for a living. He said he wanted to be a. He was a financial advisor. I was like, crazy. Well, I want to be a financial advisor. <laughs> and then um, from there, we, you know, he became my mentor. Got his contact information. He became my mentor. And, that is um, fantastic. He was the one who hooked me up with the job that I have today. Um, so it's it's been it's been a long time coming, but um, you know I, I've worked hard to get to where I'm at. That you have. So that's very interesting. So it sounds like um, your your lack of fear when communicating um, with strangers kind of what's led to you to have this opportunity that you have today, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. What uh, have you always um, kind of had that ability to just walk up on somebody and say, oh, my name is Stefan. Um, I do X, Y, Z. I want to do this. Uh, can I get to know you? Do Have you always had that ability or at what point do you feel like you started to bring that out? Um, definitely didn't always have it. I was kind of nervous mm-hmm. a lot about it, but what helped me was thinking about how successful I could be Mm, okay Um, and how you know we are put on this earth to help each other oh you trying to pot yeah I'm potting today oh okay talk Um, to him so I I honestly feel that you know we're on this earth to help each other out very true just like I want to help people there's people who out who's who's out there who wants to help me. Mm-hmm. So and um, my grandfather always told me close mouths don't get fed. So facts. You're um, gonna keep hearing that saying. I'm for sure I'm for sure a firm believer in um, letting people know your dreams, your aspirations, your goals, to a certain extent, right? You don't wanna for go sure. too, too far with it, but you definitely wanna let some let some people know because those people can open doors for you. Very true. Um, we can't not be scared. Yeah. And you not being scared to put yourself out there. Um, that's a big, I feel like that's honestly lesson of the day. There you go. Lesson uh, of the not day. being scared to put yourself out there. Steve's lesson of the day. There you go. Yo, I need an air horn for that one, Steve. That's game. But there was a lot of struggles uh, throughout this, this 2020 journey. Um, there was a moment in time where I didn't have a job. Okay. Talk to us. So, so let's go. Let's fast. Let's rewind real quick. It's December 2019. We're going into 2020. Where were you at that point? Are you working at Chick Fil A? So I was. I was working at Chick Fil A. Okay. And at that time, I had like a soft offer from a company to become a financial advisor there. Okay. Um, and this was uh, a firm in Santa Monica. And what happened was, I had a bunch of exams that I was going to take. Um, ah, to get my we should talk about that. And um, 
I ended up taking some of those exams and I passed up to a certain point uh-huh. and then I, I failed one of the one of them and uh-huh. then once I went back to the company I, I quit Chick-fil-A once I went back to the company they were like we don't have, we actually don't have any room for you right now dang okay. so then I got a job with another firm um, another financial advising firm but so, it was more so uh, based off of commissions uh-huh and I feel like it didn't really have the customer more more in line so once I got gotcha. you felt like it was so you felt like that job was more about meeting your quota over helping people uh not necessarily that you're definitely helping people uh-huh. regardless uh-huh um but I'm, I'm not trying to meet i'm not trying to you know get my numbers up right now i'm not trying to get gotcha you know, you're trying to just trying to learn i'm just trying to learn gotcha um so the other opportunity that i had on the table from my mentor was a little bit more better. It was a little better mm-hmm. and a little bit more promising. Okay. So I went with that one instead. And that way I can really learn the business, get some um, experience before I become a financial advisor. Um, gotcha. Back office things. Um, okay. So you, um, so like your that. goal is to become, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Your goal is to become a financial advisor. At the advisor, end of the day, yes. But yes. right now you decided to take a role where you can um, learn right under a financial advisor? Right under a financial advisor and gain okay. that experience um, and have some years under my belt before I actually get into the field. Got it. Okay. Of As a financial advisor. Got yeah. it. That's really good. That sounds like a good step to take to really, um, to not only just take the, uh, the lessons you learn from inside the classroom, but now... Give you some real world experience, get to learn, get to grow, get to understand it um, to where by the time it's your turn to have people's money in your hands, you're ready to go for it, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Word. That's amazing. So that pretty much that process. Well, actually, you t- you touched on you had to take a series of tests to become a financial advisor out of high school. Uh, I mean, out of college, my bad. Out of college, you got your financial, you got a degree in finance, right? Um, what are the steps that you have to take now to become a financial advisor? Do you get to just go straight from, okay, now I graduated with this finance degree, let me go work with y'all? Or are there other requirements along the way? Yeah, so um, there's different types of, um, let's say, financial advisors. Break them down. Um, how many? How many groups are there? There, there's a couple different ones. Like there's, two, three? Yeah, there's like three of them. Okay. Um, so you can be like a financial wellness coach. Okay. Um, which some people may say that they're a financial advisor. Or you can be, um, you know, somebody who's unregistered telling other people kind of what to do. Uh-huh. Um, so, same thing. So it's kind of like a coach as well. There's like two different ones. Got you. Um, and then the, the, the one that I was going down is the, more of the traditional route. Mm-hmm. Um, where you actually get to buy and sell stock for clients. Okay. Um, and that one you have to be registered. And being registered means that you have to take exams to. Got you. To and that one was the one that uh, was more appealing for you. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that. So now you go on to the one that now you have to take these series of tests. How many different tests do you have to take? Right now, um, every every firm differs, but. The main test is the Series 7. Okay. And the Series 66. Okay, so those are the two main ones. You said the Series 7 and the Series 66? Yes. Okay. Um, and then there's a prerequisite for the 7. 
So there's there's a one extra ah, test on that. Okay. So there's technically three tests, and then um, a lot of firms want you to get your California Life Accident and Health, um, and that ensures that you can sell like insurance. Okay, got you. So, um, which ones which ones did you take so far? The California Life Accident and Health. Oh, okay. So the prerequisite for the seven, which is called the SIE. Oh, okay. The seven, and the seven is the one that I'm um, currently trying to get right now. Got you, and then now you'll have everything. If you I'll have it. the seven, and then I need the sixty-six. Oh, so you still need to take the seven and the sixty-six. Yep. Got you. Okay. Got I, def- you. I do have two um, under my belt right now. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. Are there? Um, is there an order you have to go in? Uh, uh, just with the seven, you have to take the prerequisite. Oh, got you, but you could do the sixty-six before, before the seven yes. potentially. Yes. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. And so when you take those tests, you do have to be, um, for the 7 and 66, you do have to be sponsored. So you have to attach yourself to a brokerage. Got you. Okay, so now this is a big difference between real estate and the financial sector. So you're telling me you can't just decide this is what you want to do and go do it. You have to... Um, if, you're, if you're doing this specific track. The other ones, got you, you, got you don't you. have to. Okay, but I'm saying your specific one where you have to take the test and everything... You have to make sure you already have um, a brokerage that you can work with um, already, and they have to sponsor you to go take the test? Correct. Got you. On this end, with the real estate stuff, it was interesting because you're able to do everything yourself, Mm -hmm. um, the whole process, but you're not actually an active agent until you attach yourself to a brokerage because you're the agent of the broker, essentially. Um, But that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that with us. And, and you know, obviously, um, as time goes on, things might change. Um, Such as? You might not need to be registered, or you might not t- be attached to a brokerage to be to take the 7 or 66. Oh, are you referring to? Like in time, I'm, in time oh, I feel you think like they might change? Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. I think yeah. they should. I think they should. Um, because I don't, I think it kind of limits you to have to be with somebody to take it versus Cause I remember me and you were talking, um, like they make you wait a month, then you gotta have somebody um, sponsor you for it. When if you were just that hungry, you could be just go and take it yourself. And how much is it to take the test? Mm, I don't know. When you get sponsored, they pay for it. Word. Well, whatever it is, it's like it's okay. Not that much. But if I wanted to go do it, let me go spend the two, three hundred dollars, whatever, and give it a try. Right. Um, Cause that's kind of how this was. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's good. So you ended up getting this job around what time this year? Um, what was it? July. Right around July. Yeah. Oh, okay. So right around the midway point during the summer, things kind of started to make things that shift. Started to make for that you. shift, and that's it was good. weird because during quarantine, uh huh, I kind of I kind of had a soft offer, right? They, oh, They said okay. they were going to hire me. Um, I was in with this other company just to you know, uh, just for a minute. Because uh-huh. I needed money. Honestly, rent, no, like gotta that. do what you gotta do. Um, man. But I was kind of waiting for them to just hire me, if that makes sense. This and, uh, this company, the, yeah, Ameriprise. Right? Got you, got you. I was just oh, waiting okay. for them to hire me, um, and we ended up getting uh, getting clear to to bring me up on board, and it, was, it worked out smooth. That's smooth. So you had been pretty much working from home since um, July, July mm-hmm. till uh, what beginning of October? Yeah. Oh, okay. So a few months and then now 
picking up the pace and how have you been liking it since you've been there? Has it been uh, what you were kind of expecting? Yeah, um, a whole lot of um, just helping people. Literally, my job is to help the clients. So it's, it's really nice. Take um, us through what um, what an average day is for you. Man, so I have you know three sets of tasks, okay. service tasks, uh-huh. dealing with the specific clients. There's obviously like the picking up the phone and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, sending out documents, those type of things. Um, and then also like advisory tasks. Okay. Um, so, you know, helping people, you know, set up their account or um, putting in trades or those type of things. Um, de- de- definitely not giving any advice yet. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. But I meet with the advisor, you know, two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, tells me the different tasks and things I need to, to handle. But yeah. Word. That's real smooth, man. Round so, of applause for Steve, man. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you. Just about to ask you about your 2020. How was that going? Wow. Um, well, if we do it on the same way, if we go back to December, January, um, December, I was going through a really rough time. Um, life was rough. Family was rough. Personal life. Um, the OG shorty started switching up on me. It was... It was a multitude of things around that time, honestly. Um, and I I wanted to start the daycare like we talked about. I was fired up in December. And December was like I was holding on to what I, um, what I really wanted to accomplish. But then we fast forward into January. Things didn't go as things were cool in January still actually things were cool I wasn't in a good space mentally a really bad space mentally but I was still pushing forward pushing through chills trying to fight and I just kind of really wanted to fast forward between January to May pretty much because I was expecting to graduate from Dominguez Hills in uh, spring 2020 that was the plan now mind you back in the fall that semester, my stats teacher, she failed me. Oh, and that devastated me. I was in tutoring every day, hours, really working hard, and it just did not work out. And I needed that class to be able to graduate. Um, I had six classes that semester, six more in the spring. And that was kind of like the iceberg that kind of sent things on the path that kind of went on. Um but January, I'm still like, no, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to finish. Um, I'm going to walk the stage. I don't really care. I'm going to finesse my way through. It doesn't matter. We get to um, end of January. I head back to I head back out to um, L.A., Carson area. No, I actually was living in Long Beach at the time. Um, head back to my spot in Long Beach. Um, was there a little bit. Went to, was in my classes. And I wasn't in the right space, man. It was... Things was feeling off. Things were feeling weird. Um, and I, like I said, I just wanted to fast forward at that time. But I, I was trying to be patient. And I was trying to like be understanding with myself. I was trying to do a lot of things when I really just needed to take some time and step back, really. Yeah. Um, but it didn't hit me just yet. Fast forward to February. We're like... Um, 
I think by the 20th of February. So I may have been out there for 30 days from January, maybe the end of January to the middle of like last week or so of February. And um, I had a really extreme weekend. Um, was that weekdays or weekend? You remember? Um, that was a week. It was the Dang. whole. It was a whole week that led into another. Uh, maybe week. maybe a week and a half. It was two weeks, but yeah. it might have been a week and a half, two week time frame. Where, in hindsight, I was having a mental breakdown. Um, in that moment in time, <laughs> didn't necessarily really know what was going on. Yeah. Um, I just was not right at that moment, and uh, shout out to this Steve being out here, honestly, because. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd still be here to uh, pop with y'all right now. Steve wasn't, uh, if Steve wasn't there to have my back, man. Um, I always got your back. Nah, no cap, man. Like a what? Bra strap. Yo, could have said anything, but you could have just not said that to me. <laughs> but you gave me the love, so I had to go where I. <laughs> oh, hey, man. man. Um, <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, um, really rough two week um, time frame. Let's just say that um, where I can't. And then I decided we ended up driving home. Um, and in that moment in time, I was just coming home for the weekend because I remember I was juiced because I finally made the business plan. Mm. You remember we were trying to uh, turn daycare into a nonprofit at the time, so we were running around trying to understand what is a nonprofit, and. I, I was getting so wrapped up into it um, to where that's all I was focusing on every day, all night, couldn't sleep, just like at it. And when I finally felt like we got the business plan, I got so juiced. I said, oh, I got to go home. I got to tell everybody. I got to do this. I got to do that. Now, I, I was just like, oh. and Steve being the great friend he is was just like, okay, you want to go home this weekend? <laughs> you want to you make that happen? And I was like, okay. Uh, and we went. And in that moment, we were going to just be there for maybe like it was a Thursday or a Friday and was for sure planning to come back on Sunday, Monday at the latest because I had class. Um, but got home that night and um, I guess how I was acting, I scared a lot of people. Um, yeah, um, to where... I guess how I was coming off versus how I thought I was coming off was not translating. And to sum it all up, it just was a lot that now we can claim as a mental breakdown. And the best decision that came out of that was maybe I should just take some time off from school, come back home and just focus on my mental health, man. Um, and that's February 20th, 21st, something like that. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, it is what it is, man. And in that moment, I still was so stubborn and felt like I still had a point to prove to where I didn't, f I may have said I was coming home, but then my first reaction was like, okay, well now I'm going to get back with desserts. Now I'm going to uh, make this shuttle business service. Now we're going to uh, do something else and we're going to do all these things and I'm going to prove a point and I'm going to get going. I'm going to get going. And, um, May and I was trying to act like I was doing right. Um, and maybe a week or so later, um, Nerona get starts getting bad. A week or so after that, um, we're on lockdown. 
And then I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Um, as well as like all the horrific things we've been seeing going on towards black people as well. It's man. just like the year just continued. Black women too. Literally, man. It just continued black to be LGBTQ a LGBTQ com- man. Man, everybody. It's just been a compound interest of like, excuse my French, but some some painful shit, man. And just been trying to figure out how to digest it navigate with it and move on like um in the last episode we hinted on like mental health i started paying a lot of attention to my mental health um since maybe 2018 um which has been really great for me um realized like i said previously about anxiety um started speaking with like a um a therapist at school Mm -hmm. like in that when I didn't, when I wasn't enjoying my first like year at Dominguez Hills, my highlight of every week was on Tuesday when I went to see my boy. Wow. Oh man, I got, I got, I used to be so juiced. I said, "Yo, man, um, that makes me happy to hear that." Though. Honestly, man, I think um, working on our mental health is so important and um, expressing ourselves because I'm a very expressive person, but I hold a lot in. Um, and being able to get those releases is everything because we need that, man. We're only human. We are only um, honestly, man. So, but in that moment I was at home, um, I, I wasn't doing, um, therapy no more. I wasn't doing anything. I'm just, I'm just in my bed and I'm not in, I'm in a pretty dark space. If we're going to be honest for a long time, I didn't feel like, I honestly felt mute if we're going to be. If we're going to be honest, like, I felt like I didn't have anything to say, didn't want to say anything, didn't have anything to do, didn't want to do anything. I didn't, there was times where I felt like I didn't know how to feel. I like, I just was like, yo, another day in my room at home, um, I'm in like the garage to where it's kind of like my little dungeon and it's great for the space. It's great for the isolation. It's great for the whatever, but like. Um, in that garage, it's really dark. So if you're in a dark space and you're in there, it does not help. No natural sunlight, no nothing. And it can really help you sit in that bad funk you're in. You know what I mean? Um, and it took me a long time to try to find my way out of there. Steve Steve will be talking to me like, yo, you good? You got to, um, the streets need you. Talk back to the people. And I was like, uh, yeah, uh, um, I hear you. I'd like to, maybe one day. But in my mind, I was thinking like, who am I to talk to these people anymore? Who am I to uh, want to um, share my story? What fucking story? Excuse my French. Um, but like, what do I got to give? And that's the space I was really in. And I didn't like it at all. And I felt like, I, for a little while, I felt like, I kept thinking like, dang, I want to get back to like the old D, the old D. And my sister was like, well, you can't think about it like the old D. You got to think about who this new D is, who this new WAP is, who this new D'Artagnan is. Like, you can't get so held up on like that past versions of ourselves. Like, we have to find a way to grasp where we are and try to move forward regardless of how hard it is. And... I sat with that a while and honestly the best thing I had ended up doing was taking those real estate classes while I was in 
the bed. I ain't had nothing else to do. I was like, you know, um, I might as well do it right here. Um, and even in that moment in time, my biggest goal when I got back home and I couldn't do anything, I said, well, I need to establish my independence. I'm very stubborn. I'm very aggressive. Um, I'm, I'm, um, and I speak with a lot of conviction when I want something, right? So like, I'm like, I need to establish my independence. I need to be, I want to do it for myself, whatever. Like I'm getting too old. Like I need to start making my money. I, you know what I mean? Like I was getting to that point in as one to be a lifelong entrepreneur. Everybody keeps saying, well, you know, you might need to get a job. You know, you might need to do this. So like, you got to weigh your options. And it's like, I'm sick of hearing that on one end, but then it's like, I am getting older. And it's like, while I'm not asking nobody for nothing per se, um, I do need to be prepared for what's to come. You know what I mean? And that's what kind of made me start saying, okay, well, this could potentially be that job S thing for me. Real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while doing other things. So I was like, and at first I was kind of like, maybe this could just get some people off my back. And maybe they weren't on my back like I thought. It may have really just been that monkey that was really just me on yeah. my back. You know what I mean? Um, but that's kind of what uh, kind of got me going and faded into it, thinking like, maybe let me give this a try. Let me see how it feels. And that kind of was my 2020. And I only got to the space where I can now not necessarily feel like I was kind of describing until like, what, September? Yeah. What, what got you out of that though? Um... I took my uh, I took my first test July twenty uh, second right, mm -hmm. and I went up there and I took it. I had to go to SAC and take it right. So I go out to SAC. I go to take the test, and it, that day, well, because beforehand I thought I was gonna be able to take the test at home. So between between all of us in the room and the audience, I thought I was gonna be able to finesse a little bit. For sure, thought he was gonna. I for sure thought I was gonna be able to finesse. Did you have you been studying? Have you been da, da, da? I'm like, dude, I got it. I'm prepared. I promise you. And I'm like, um, but then I realized, oh no, I gotta go take it. So now I'm so now I'm like, oh, wait a second, wait a second, let me get my stuff together. Um, and I go out to SAC, I get go to take it, and I uh and when I didn't pass, well, the day of the first one, right? Just in general, I really started thinking like I went from thinking like, oh, okay, I'm taking my test to like if I passed this today, I said, that might be kind of nuts. Then I started running the numbers of what commissions could look like again. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I started running the numbers of what commissions will look like again. And that got me more excited too. And it was just everything about it to where I said, let me go take this test. Then by the time I didn't pass it, right? Um, come back home. Uh, the family was ready to be turned up. It was ready to be turned up. Um, and I didn't pass. And they was looking. They could see it in my face. It was like, oh, you okay? I'm like, I'm good. Like, I promise you. I'm okay. I promise you. Like, I'm fine. No, but like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, nah, like, I'm good. Um, well, you know, you just got to take it again. And it's going to be, I'm like, I was already going to go take it again. <laughs> um, but like, that's that love. You know what I mean? Um, but in that moment, it got me thinking like, Oh, nah, I need to go handle my business real quick because this might be the parlay play we've been looking for.
And that just got me fired up for the second test to where I was like, oh, I'm ready to go take it as soon as possible. I got on the phone with Steve. We strategized. Um, and it was mainly about now, you know, the subjects and conquer each subject. Spend that extra time studying. Like, no, like you got to put some effort in. Yeah, especially if this is going to be, you know, what you want out of life. You want to do this. Um, you got you to gotta know your stuff. Literally. So I, that's when I got that new app. Um, good over there, King. <laughs> that's when I got the new app, uh, that pocket prep app. Still not an ad. <laughs> Weeks later. but We, we wish. <laughs> come but, talk you know, to us. wishes do come true. Yeah, so come talk to us. we are optimistic here. Um but it's still uh what was i saying it is what it is man um let's move on um why now man why not why not honestly even better man the timing just came together oh i think you were kind of asking me like what changed like my mood right oh yeah what changed in you um yeah i went in um talk to the people I literally, by the time I was so juiced to go back and take it again, by the time I had passed it, I was turned up. Oh, yeah, no. Yo, I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, this is about to be. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. In the moment in time, how I was convincing my, uh, my little depressed self. Mostly, uh, most of the um, the year during the time, I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I may not have been able to get a people with me walk across the stage, but you know, now look at this. I got my uh, real estate license. Let them know. Just when you think I don't do Black this, excellence. I'm gonna go and do that." Black excellence. <laughs> um, but that's honestly God, man. It's like in that moment, I was so down and out, like, and he just. He just kept me moving, man. Even when I thought I was still, he kept me moving. But, like, when they talk about, like, sometimes you need to slow down to speed up, there's so much, like, <laughs> there's a lot to that. Uh, I was about to. <laughs> there's a lot to that saying. Um, that, honestly, man. Um, but, yeah, I got to this point where um, by the time it was time to go, it just felt right, man. After I had passed the test, I had, uh, got so fired up. I went and uh, got my embroidery machine. I went and got my uh, heat press. Um, I I got serious about making the beignets and the um, and the peach cobbler. And I wanted to actually try uh, banana pudding as well. I said, Nah, we're gonna add these new things to the menu. Um, I'm gonna get my merch back right. And shout out to desserts, man. Shout out to desserts. Hey, show them the cupcake, dog. Show them the cupcake. Yo, we got a cupcake oh, right cupcake. here. Red velvet. Red velvet. Flames. You know how it do. Zoom in. Hit them with the zone. It's right here. We on the live. Yo, from the Bay, we brought it to LA. You Yo, could man. get it any given day. Stop any kind us. of way. Steve. <laughs> Stop playing with us, man. man. Pardon, pardon. Um, we, if we're gonna do it, we gotta do it, man. So let me let me ask you a question. Please man. do. Why now for you, bro? Why twenty twenty? Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was prophesizing a year ago, talking about how we were stepping into the roaring twenties, and how this was gonna be a big time for us, man. 
I saw some big things. I thought I was seeing visions last year, man, about Sheesh. the future that we all can have. Um, and the way 2020 went, I got so embarrassed to even, like, when I said I didn't feel like I had anything to give anymore. Like, I felt like, yo, at this point, um, I personally, maybe it was, it was for sure me, of course, but I felt like all my credibility went out the window at that point. Mm. Like, yo, this guy is all talk. Cause I don't, that's another thing. I don't like myself being all talk with no action. And I felt like I had had too many years going on without, um, enough action with desserts now. Uh, we was fired up from 15, 16, 17, 18, um, but 19, into 18, 19 wasn't going as planned. And mind you, I was, of course, um, um, part of that was, you know, you being out here. and Literally, school, a lot right? of that was me being so, a student, but I was so that. hard on myself in that moment where it was like, you are a student, like, just finish school, like, that's what we want you to do right now. That's what you got to do. But I would be so stubborn and quick to be like, no, if I'm, I want to do both or I want to just say, forget that. But I couldn't say, forget that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's kind of what, uh, what put us in that spot. But I felt like now we are to last year when I was thinking about doing all of this, I just started seeing the optics work out in our favor, man. Um, we talk big about networking and we talk about opportunities and sharing them with everybody. And I just started to see between like our core friend group and as we're becoming adults and like our network within each other, how strong it was becoming, as well as how strong our network individually is as right. well. And then I was thinking about like if we put that together, what we can do and what we can achieve in the next 20 years. It just, it got me excited for what these next 10 years could be. You Man. know what I mean? Man. And that's, go ahead. That's facts. That's so facts. And that's why I feel like now it's important to where a month ago, I didn't even know if I'd be in the position to do half of what we're doing right now. But I thank God that um, it's right on time, man. Yeah. Timing is impeccable. It's, it's a long time coming for us, man, honestly. Literally. And, like, we may be new to the people, but, like, now they really get to understand our story. One thing I love about podcasting, too, is I was reading, um, I was listening last year to Crushing It by uh, Gary V. That's what actually got me uh, really, between listening to the Joe Button podcast and, like, reading that, that got me, like, fired up in about podcasting, right? And what uh yeah, play. Um but yeah, I just feel like now is a great opportunity. I feel like now is time for us to optimize it, but honestly, we've talked a lot and this is just the beginning honestly, ladies and gentlemen. We we have so much information, so much um so many stories, so much game that we want to share to where We'll just continue. We'll continue uh, with some more of these stories next time. I think it's time we should jump into our uh, spread, the, spread sugar. the sugar, share the wealth segment. We're going to need to get a song for this in a minute or Thank a drop. Okay, so I'm going to start it off. Okay. Um, okay. But wait, 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 wait. For those who don't know, our spread the sugar, share the wealth segment is where we highlight each week two 
black-owned businesses, entrepreneurs, whatever, um, shine light to them. And go ahead, Steve. What first business do you want to highlight? Man, Marcelino, my best friend since, what, second, third grade, something like that. Um, he works for a plumbing company, mm-hmm. and he's actually one of the plumbers. It's a family-owned business. Um, his uncle owns it. Mm-hmm. And um, what is it? Beast mode? Um, it for sure is something like it's. It's for sure something like that. You ain't got it queued up yet? Okay. We'll for sure have it in the description, but either way you put it, we want to highlight uh, Marcelino, the, um, the entrepreneur within himself. He right. does the plumbing. He'll come as an independent contractor and handle what you need, um, whether you need um, new pipes, new this, new that. If it has something to do with a plumber, he will get, he will it, get it done. done. He's and a go-getter. Pretty good. Customer satisfaction too. Oh yeah, and you can actually find them on Yelp. Yeah. Um, we will definitely have all the um, all the information in the descriptions for you. Um, um and he's out of the Bay Area as well. For sure, out of the Bay Area. Um, all throughout the Bay Area, it's Northern California business. Um, where is my phone? Uh, that is crazy. Well, the business I want to highlight is Stu Marketing. Um, Stu Marketing is actually the um, one of my f- longtime friends. We go way back from um, our days of playing baseball at Rodeo. Um, that's that. That's that old school vibes. Um, shout out to all the Rodeo, Terra Hills, Richmond baseball family from over the years. Um, but yeah, um, he now does music. He goes by Stu. Um, he's out of the Bay Area, Richmond specifically, and he. Uh, I noticed a few weeks ago that he was promoting his um, his digital marketing company, and it was really dope because I had been seeing how he has been marketing his music so far, um, and he's done a really good job of helping like broaden his audience. And he's been telling me about how he's um, developing a strong fan base overseas. And you know, if you get them overseas fans, you could go get bags over there if we was able to go tour still. Um, but yeah, so me and him got to talking and everything, and I realized he now has his marketing company, Stu underscore marketing, S-T-E-W underscore M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G on Instagram. That will also be in the descriptions as well. Um, and yeah, we're actually currently in the beginning of October doing our first advertisement for Homes by D'Artagnan, um, and we're doing our first campaign currently, and it's going well. In our first six days on Instagram, we gained over 100 followers. Um, I made my first post um, that Monday, um, whatever, maybe like the 3rd or something like that of October, 3rd, 4th, whatever that Monday was. And we so far have almost 3,000 views on the video. And we have... um, We have... um, I think we gained over 100 followers so far in the first week. And that's just on Instagram. Twitter has been doing well. My personal Instagram has done well with the engagement as well as um, Facebook, Facebook too. Um, but he does all types of um, advertisement. I think he does Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and he'll help artists promote their songs. So check him out, man. Check him out. What else you got for us, Steve? Um, the next one I have is Mimi's Magic. Okay. 
Um, so she help, she has a health and beauty kind of online store um, where she sells uh, everything with love. Mm. Um, and the specific product I, I typically get is the, the sea moss. Oh, okay. Gel. Okay. Um, so she, she grows it. It's all natural. Super dope. Um, and it's been just helping me out with my overall, you know, self-esteem type almost Okay, you feel like your morale? My morale, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's been helping me out a lot. And you can find her on uh, Instagram at Mimi, Mimi's Magic um, with two C's at the end. Got you. Yeah. And she's out here in Los Angeles. Word, okay. Yeah. All throughout California, ladies and gentlemen, we go from the Bay to LA. What about your other um, your other business? Um, the other business I want to highlight is another one of my own. Black excellence. Um, it is Homes by D'Artagnan. Um, as I told you this episode, I'm a new real estate agent, um, new realtor in California. Um, and I want to market to five counties in the Bay Area to start. Um, Solano County, um, Marin County, Contra Costa County, San Francisco County, and Alameda County. Those are the five counties I'm... Um, putting most of my um initial energy into but i'm open to i'm the traveling realtor during these quarantine times i'm going hashtag 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 quarantine realtor if you're in san diego and you want some assistance i'm your guy if you're in sacramento and want some assistance if you're even in chico and anywhere in between i'm gonna go there and we're going to get in the car and we're going to make it happen. But Homes by D'Artagnan and you can uh, you can reach me, um, the realtor version of myself, through um, through contacting dconnor at twin, T-W-I-N-O-A-K-S-R-E.com. That's how you can email me or you can check out our website at um, dccaliforniarealtygroup.com. That will be our website that you can check us out on. And all socials will just be DCC Realty Group. That is DCC Realty Group. Um, But that's how you can reach us. That's how you can contact me. Um, And we'll have more information about Homes by D'Artagnan. And um, we'll highlight DC California Realty Group um, in a later episode and really show you kind of what is... Our main big move, I think. Um, our big, um, I think one of our infinity stones, if you say so, Steve. Um, oh, honestly. So with that being said, shout out to those businesses. Shout out to those entrepreneurs. We want to give a round of applause to them. Shout for, out to our listeners. Shout out to our listeners. You, you know, suck it out for, with us. Yo, four episodes in, we wouldn't be us without you. <laughs> What you want to say, Steve? Nothing, man. I was just going to ask you what your song of the week is. Dog. You want me to cue mine up? Cue it up. Okay, okay. I'm going to start us off today. I'm going to start us off. Let's see. I think today I'm feeling like I want to hit the streets. After all that all that we was talking about, Steve, I feel like we should play a little Nipsey. We at, we out in L.A. at Steve's um, studio. This has been a great... 
It's been a great first few episodes, honestly, man. Uh, it has been. Honestly, the studio has been holding it down. Um, let's get the song going. We got Double Up uh, by Nipsey Hussle. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Realist State of Mind. Double up, three or four times, I ain't telling no lies, I just run it up. Never let a hard time have a was. Double up, I ain't telling no lies, I just. Yeah. I ain't telling no lies, I just. Five, four, three, two, that's time. I got to you, that money, my dreams come true. My life in diamonds. Who knew? Who knew? Soul train, Tookie Williams over Co-Train, Eric B by the rope chains, RC we for show bang, Tiny Lokes and they go crazy, what you know about the dope gang, was you born in the 80s, did your mama smoke cocaine, have you ever seen the whole thing, was you drove to the streets cause you grew up on show change, fucked up when the dope bash, it remind me when these rappers drop does and they quotes change, had to part with the low fade, I was standing in front of Knicks with my sack for the whole day, drive-bys that was road rage, we park and hop out, learn levels to this whole thing. Old school play the OJs, tryna make a slow change. Mama still slaving for a low wage. Tryna double up. Yeah. Three or four times, I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. Never let a hard That was Double Up by Nipsey Hustle. R.I.P. to the legend. Yeah, so my song of the week. Um, man, the, the Boss by uh, Rick Ross. T-Pain. That was uh, The Boss by Rick Ross featuring T-Pain. Well, um, anything else you want to get to people, Steve? 
Nah, man. Roger that, King. That was Stephen McCuller. I'm D'Artagnan Connor. Remember who you are. Don't take no wooden nickels. This was realest state of mind. Big bells along the paddock. I'm talking paddock. I mean paddock. Don't try to take it. I got guns. I'm talking guns. I watch I'm talking wood, pants down. I'm talking woods like them clowns. I got my mean off of monkey. I'm talking monkey like Jumanji. All your diamonds partly sunny. I'm talking sunny like the sunny. My diamonds weighted cost me money. I'm talking wet like it's running. I'm talking wet like a trino. I'm talking wet like the sunny.